You lead with value. The more value you give, the more the money is going to come. It's not just about the dollars and cents of making the money. Lead with the value and that will sort itself out. Welcome to Gym Owner Freedom. I am Scott Carpenter and I am a former broke, struggling, frustrated, and overworked gym owner that felt stuck no matter what I did to try and improve the business. Once I realized that the answer wasn't what I thought it was, just getting more clients, and after really doing the math on acquisition and churn rates, I realized I wasn't even playing a winnable game to begin with. With my current price structure, mathematically, there was no way I could afford to pay my staff so I could scale up and out of the business that I could have the time, the money, the impact, and the freedom that I always knew I was capable of. Once I learned how to add value by selling transformational programs to people who needed more than just workouts, everything changed in my life. Today, I own six gyms that all run without me, and I am free to pursue my passion projects and work just because I love to, not because I have to. And if that's a goal that we mutually share together, then this is the show for you. I'm going to teach you the framework to make way more money with less clients and open up a world of possibilities to you. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in every week. It'll change your life. I promise you that. Okay, so today we've got a very special episode. We're going to talk about making huge profits using delivered meals with an awesome guest. I've been really excited to have him on with Todd Abrams, who is the CEO and co-founder of Icon Meals. Todd, welcome to the show. Scott, thanks. Appreciate you uh, having me on and look forward to uh, talking about huge profits today. So it's it's crazy that like it's food is such a pain point. I mean, this as a gym owner, we know this is where people fall short. It's nutrition, where everybody falls short is nutrition. Right. I don't care who you are. It's hard to manage the, the shopping and the prep and the doing this and doing that. And at the end of the day, prep takes all that margin of error out um, when you when you can have your meals done for you. And what gym owners don't realize is we talk about supplements, right? Supplements. Oh, you should you should offer supplements because they're going to buy them from somewhere, right? Well, what do people buy more than supplements? Freaking food. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely buying food somewhere else, just not from you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we connected, uh, you know, quite a while ago and we've been able to set up a system where we make a lot of extra money off of food um, through you guys, you guys doing all the hard work. And the cool thing is, is you guys are massively consistent. You guys have amazing food that is super customizable as well extremely healthy. So you guys are like just like the perfect fit for a gym owner to add on as an additional offering. So, and you're, you're based out of Texas, I believe, correct? Correct. Based out of Dallas. Um, yeah, we have two locations here. The main facility is uh, central Dallas and ship all over the U.S. Um, out of here. Yeah. And what's, what's like the scoop with Icon Meals? Like, sure. I know you're, you've got to be, I don't know. I don't even know the scope of how, how big you are and what you do, but um yeah, I mean, like, because you you, sure. you serve a lot. I know that you've you've even got like a UFC contract, and you're just involved yes, been, a lot, aren't you? Yeah, we've been around for uh, I guess eight years this year. Um, Start off small catering kitchen. Um, just uh, my background's a little bit different. We'll get into that later. But sort of coming into food was interesting. People say, "Hey, why'd you get in food?" And it's more for me. It's been a passion project. I grew up sort of not in the best shape, not in the best health. Um, played sports all my life and stuff, but. I grew up being the fat kid, and Nick nickname was Lumpy growing up, right? And knew that uh, food can change people's lives if you really um, um, get into uh, really understanding how it can be used. So I look at food as a tool, like you said, right? But from from that standpoint, um, I had a couple of friends that owned another prep company back in 2013. Just didn't like what they were doing. I was picky. Didn't like the preservatives and all the different stuff. So we actually started Icon. Um, building custom meals, which we still do today is a large part portion of our business. So when I say custom, it's like, there's no, uh, I don't know, no oils, no seasonings, no, et cetera, it's sort of baked, boiled, steamed, whatever, right. Grilled. Um, and from that standpoint, just based on like either dietary requirements, um, allergens, um, built to your specific macros, um, you can pick your proteins, you pick your portion size, carbs, veggies, et cetera, um, customized to you with your name, your sort of macros and your label. But that was um, how we started the company and then got into sort of a signature menu, which we still run today, run about 34 different meals on that um, menu. And then if you look at the site, we got into a bunch of different things in regards to bulk box, um, 
lean bucks. So I guess the number one thing that people come to us and they say, Hey, I know I need to eat better. I need to, I don't know, change. People tell me, Hey, I need to eat less fat, whatever, more protein, but they're like, where do I start? Right? So it's, if we can direct them and give them a limited or simplified element of choice, it allows them to make that first decision. And sort of like for our lean boxes or first box, we put it there, lean protein, a carb and a, a veggie. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, simplified, but give them a little bit of variety. And then you have, I'll call it what, I don't know, there's always like a different diet out there, it seems like, right? And so there's a keto, et cetera. And so we have a keto box, we have um, a bulk box, which I call the big boy box. A lot of our, um, I don't know, football players and different things use it, higher calorie, so higher proteins, 54 to 60 plus grams of protein, 600 to 1200 um, calories per meal. Um, again, though, you can build everything yourself, like customized, et cetera. So from that scope standpoint, um, this facility is roughly 33,000 square feet. We have about 100 people working here. Uh, run currently two shifts. The capacity in this facility is probably somewhere between, I don't know, 220, let's say 250,000 meals a week. Um, we're in the process of building it additionally right now to hopefully be able to scale to over half a million meals out of this facility a week. Um, we have two offsite, um, I'll call it freezer storage units as well, um, that are within 15 minutes. So for Icon... Um, we still do not freeze our meals. So everything, if you get frozen meals, it's because of the dry ice, right? And that's shipping out of Texas. But we do not what is called flash freeze. So basically our meals, everything comes in fresh. It goes through the, the chambers and there's five different chambers in here. We're, we are also a full USDA inspected facility. So for your users or for your um, gym partners, that's a big insurance policy, I'll call it, because I just want to state one thing. All prep companies, it's not apples to apples, right? There's so many different prep companies and everyone wants to be in the space. And I'm like, if I knew eight years ago what I know now, I wouldn't be in the perishable meal space, right? It's very highly regulated. And I wish that everyone was on that same level of, I'll call it um, requirement, which is at a USDA or higher level. And that's just because like, there's a lot of things that we, like we have an inspector that lives with us eight to whatever, if we work 12 hours a day, they live on site. Um, all our macros and all our ingredients have to be chemically analyzed. So like most people say, hey, this is how much protein this, I don't know, teriyaki salmon has, this is the carbs and fats, but Ours has to be chemically analyzed. And that runs between, I don't know, 175 to 300 bucks a meal. And I have to get it tested. So they burn it the out of cinders. Then it tells the outputs of how the protein wow. and all those different things are. So you know your actual macros, right? Because I can't get a label created until I have that paperwork and then they sign off on it. So um, I don't know. We buy probably three to $4,000 of, I'll call it competitors or people's food in the, in the industry. And I don't ever say anything because karma is what it is, right? But there's a lot of things that are really inaccurate. So I would just advise your people to really understand. And that's why we we sort of, I don't know, way back made the decision to sort of do what we do. We uh, we have our own raw room. And for people that don't understand what that is, we're probably one of two companies. Raw room means we don't bring in any um, pre-cut, like pre-frozen chicken breast, steak, et cetera. So all our meat comes in, we hand trim, we do everything. Wow. Ever, in Texas, you're welcome to come in and see. It's um, interesting in regards to like the brisket. So basically you have these people that have like big metal, I don't know what they're called, like claws. And after they're smoked or they're, um, it's basically they're like, they pull the fat out of it. So it's like stripped. But um, again, we do everything in-house that way. And um, we made that decision a long time ago. I could make a lot more money, right? Just, but again, we always said, hey, we would never um, create a meal or use any ingredient or anything that we wouldn't eat or we wouldn't feed our family. So mm-hmm. that's where we stayed at those those standards. And there's other competitors out there that we're not going to be the cheapest. Um we're not going to be the highest, but we are going to be, uh, I'll call it in that top quality. And um, we guarantee that. So um, from that standpoint, that's really, I guess we started the business for a couple of different things. From a business standpoint, I started the business because any business I've had, I always have to have two things. I always have to have one, I always have to have recurring or residual revenue. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a key, I think, important thing for you. I know like gym memberships for hopeful, right, are residual recurring revenue. But then you look at, hey, what other um, elements can I help add to, I don't know, raise my LTV, raise my AOV, et cetera, right? And, and to me, food is residual revenue. Like our rebuy rates are roughly 78 to 82%. So I don't know, take that That's again, high. 78 to 82% means you're averaging roughly three to four times a, a month people are buying food, if not more, right? So if you can get a consumer... And our average order value typically is roughly about 171, just, and that's just food without snacks and stuff. So that tells me people are buying 12 to 15 meals. We have people that buy... I don't know, a couple hundred dollars a week or more, right? But again, if you could have add on every single week, 170 bucks, and let's say you're making 30 points or whatever, then for you guys, that, that can slowly add up over time. The second thing we have, I always had to have in a business is a solution to a problem. And our solution when I started Icon was really the element of convenience. You mentioned, hey, meal prep's hard, right? It takes time. We want to be that trusted partner 
that you guys can, when I say trust, trust that our macros are right, our quality is there, right? The seal's right. That when we're providing food and you're providing food to your end, um, I know customer that's coming in and trying to lose weight, gain muscle, et cetera, that you are feeding them that best quality. So we just want them to allow them to focus on, or you to focus on your zone of genius, I'll call it, and allow us to take that work it, right? You know that, hey, the food's going to show up when it says show up on Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever it is, outside of the caveat of UPS FedEx, which is my, um, I don't know, one childhood nightmare at night. But um, everything else is that sort of how we, we really focused on growing the company. Outside of the food, um, we do do some private label as well. And that's become quite a big business for us. So there's other customers, I mean, companies that you guys well know in the industry that are a lot bigger than us that don't do their own food. Um, and really just for you guys, like there's a lot of these bigger guys are internet marketing companies and they don't have their own kitchen, right? There's two large co-manufacturers that do a lot of other um, mm-hmm. food in the industry. Um, and we've been able to carve out a niche in that market just because we're not the guys that are producing TV dinners and stuff like that. So um, again, and the reason why we have blast freezers put in here and we have offsite uh, storage is because there is a lot larger volume going into these guys. And these guys do freeze and then they ship through three PLs all across the U S but um, from a partner standpoint, yeah, we've um, done a lot with WWE. We currently do um, all the food for UFC PI, which is a performance Institute. So we work with probably 60 to 70 plus fighters. Anyone that goes through a fight camp um, that's in the U S pretty much is on a diet that we are feeding. Um, if you go to the PI and you have a chance in Vegas, you'll see our food in the cafeteria. You'll see our food in the, in the PI in the performance section. Um, I don't know. We fed pretty much anyone and everyone in, in the UFC that is in, has had a big fighter. Um, um, we also do US triathlon. We do USA bobsled. We've done USA, well, USA boxing, USA wrestling. That's the Olympic stuff. Um, work with a lot of the rugby teams. So how did um, you start to create those relationships? How'd you open those doors? Net, networking pretty much like, again, just to, so I said a hundred people, we've got probably 17, 18 executive or whatever you want to call it. Everyone else is in the kitchen. I've never had any salespeople. So we get zero salespeople. So it's all been built through word of mouth, through um, our affiliate partnerships, relationships that way. And then just uh, networking. I just believe, I think it's, it's mm-hmm. key for your business as well. Right. A lot of friends that I think have had more success that it's because of networking. Right. And that's Absolutely. again, um, it's a key thing in any business, but I just, I'm a big believer in, in growing that my personal network in our business network. So, um, but yeah, from, from that standpoint, we do um, a lot of the NFL combines. So test Academy, uh, Patrick Mahomes, apex Academy, do the food for um, we're doing Kobe's before, I guess what it was called Mumba Academy before it's called something else now. But again, the, the um, combines before the NFL draft is like right now, that's what we're doing. Um, and there's, I don't know, a ton of different people who've done food for a lot of celebrities. I don't know a lot of rappers that my kids know that I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's a bunch of different people. So to me, it's like I say, when people, I don't know, there's drama and stuff. I'm like, look, we're drama free. We provide food. Everyone needs to eat, like you said, right? So um, again, people always ask, hey, why haven't you started your own supplement line and stuff? It's because we feed a lot of the supplement suppliers. Mm-hmm. Um so in high volume and um, we do have like inside of the food, we started functional food line. So we have like our, our protein popcorn. We have um, a high protein nut butter and almond butter line. Um, and those are things that when you guys look at, if you have a gym, they crush it in the gym. I have a bunch of yeah. name gyms, but when you're making like you guys get 50% off that, right? I wouldn't sell it cheaper. I would sell it at retail. What we sell it at. Oh, absolutely. But my biggest problem is, well, I see a lot of people come in here and they're like, oh, what can I sell your stuff for? I'm like, I don't understand if we're selling it for X. Why would you sell it for lower, right? If I'm telling mm-hmm. you like, and you get 50% off, I don't see why the need to undercut. But um, again, it's it's a surprise sometimes to me. So, um, but again, the nut butters crush, great margin, great products, um, healthy, just normal peanut butter basically with whey, right? So it's WPI, we've blended the flavors. Our seasonings do extremely, extremely well. Um, for any of your gyms that have an actual like footprint gym, uh, or in their gym, um, we're happy to give you guys free merchandising stands. So it's a big, huge, like, I don't know, um, end cap stand, if you want, whatever the, the high protein coffee with Nootropic is really good in gyms based on, um, just sort of a, a great pre-workout or midday pickup. Um, we have, I don't know, a lot of different things. We've got some other stuff coming out. Um, the barbecue sauce is crush. Um, so everything's clean ingredient deck, except for the original sweet popcorn. And that's just because there's raw sugar in it. And, yeah. uh, but again, that's the only thing that has any um, bad stuff in it. So yeah, guys, I can vouch for the the quality of the food. So I, I know you don't really want to talk about other companies, and I'm not going to name any because well, they're yeah. out of business now. But 
I tried in the past to set things up for other local companies, right? For meal prep, meal delivery. And that falls short pretty easily. Um, they both like both of the ones that I tried before, they just went under. It's a tough business. It's a it's really tough business. Tough business. Yeah. Yeah. And and when the quality that control that these guys have is unreal. And like I said, he can you can completely personalize every aspect of the meal. Yeah. And I did I did that with one previous company. And like we looked at like two different people's meals that were supposed to be different. And at the end of the day, as they were going under and quality control wasn't there, it was the same thing. They weren't actually changing quantities of anything. Part of the problem is as well for a lot of companies like to get certified and like USDA is it's impossible to get certified mm-hmm. now. It's also very, very expensive. It's not like cost per, it's cost prohibitive for a lot of these guys, right? So you got two options in the food industry. You're gonna stay small and local and fly under the radar, or you got you gotta go big. If you're in between, is where it's it's like uh you're you're stuck, right? And you're yeah. just gonna start spitting cash. But a lot of these companies it goes into like, I don't know, in the food industry, it's not like the big terms and stuff, right? So a lot of these guys come in and you have to pay cash for a lot of stuff on your product and, and different things just because that's a lot of the time how the food side of the business is. But there's a lot of ways to, to I don't know, a lot of people drop a lot of marketing terms, which are, are big marketing buzzwords and stuff, organic this and that. And it's not always what it seems. So I just say like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty picky. I won't eat from a lot of other prep companies just because I know too much. Um, so again, I just like, to me, it's that trusted partner, right? Cause a lot of people say, hey, well, what about private label? And then the reason we, we do some private label, but we do a lot more partnerships just based on, because we have a good reputation, right? We are that trusted partner in here. We have, I don't know, tons and tons of other companies that are about for us and that we work with. And it's better if you do what you do, right? And we do what we do. Absolutely. Then you have two of the best, which makes it a lot more that confidence. And so that's how we built a company because like, we don't spend, a lot of these guys spend million I don't know, million, million and a half on cold market on Facebook, on Google and stuff. So we're spending like maybe 20, 30 grand, but how we build it is through basically, like I said, that affiliate. So we're doing more retargeting effort where there's that, that loyalty, that trust, that recognition, right? So instead of the seven to nine touch points, it's one, two, maybe touch points, right? Because they do trust that partner or whatever it is. Um, Again. And for me, it's like, I tell people, once you try the food, try other people's, right. And then let me know the difference. I'll give you an example. It's funny difference. Yeah. Because one of the companies we private label for all these complaints and stuff. And then ours came out and ours, I won't say too much because you don't know who it is, but a different color and stuff. Right. And then all the, like, that was the only segment of growth they had. And then all the comments were like about ours. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's night and day to see the difference and stuff. So like an example, they started giving us X, but now it's way Why? just because again, you have to have the, the partner, but you also have to have someone in the space. And when I say in the space, the other couple of co-manufacturers, sure, they do food and manufacture food, but they're not in like a nutrition, healthy sports right. dynamic of it. And they don't really understand that, right? But that then shows in that product. So again, I think with us, you're going to get the care that I would want to have. Like if I'm not going to give it to my daughter in Arkansas or my son playing North American Hockey League up in New York, right? And not going to... I'm. Uh, nothing else is going to be created that wouldn't like meet those same metrics. So, yeah. Um, but uh, again, yeah, it's been an interesting business, interesting ride and um, lots of opportunities and growth. And again, just looking at for us, I think the key thing is everyone has to eat. Right. So it's like, keep evolving, keep growing. I think that the buyer dynamics for you guys, especially we saw a big buyer dynamic change in, in COVID we mm-hmm. worked a lot with gyms that basically their business is shut down. And a lot of you guys that weren't able to pivot, like, cause we worked with a ton that had big subscriptions on meals, right? Private label for some others that, you know, and again, that was a hard pivot for a lot of those guys, but the guys that, and girls that have been successful doing that have a great business now because that buyer behavior changed. So it's just more common people buying things online than walking into a store and the element of convenience and everything changed. So we've seen a lot of growth over the past few years. It's huge. And guys, so here's, here's what I do with my gyms. Yeah. We have one of our transformations is, is an executive transformation and that includes the meals. So we can, Get that there. It serves as a very high price anchor for our normal transformation or our mid-ticket offers, right? But when we do the onboarding for virtually everybody, uh, we sit down and we build out their nutrition program, right? And and here's how we're able to squeeze in a lot of extra profit on this is, you know, you sit down, you start building out a nutrition program for somebody. There are two ways to go, okay? The first way is, yeah, you go to the grocery store, 
you find everything for all these different meals. You pick it out, you buy it, blah, blah, blah. You bring it home. Then you've got to unpackage it. You've got to wash it. You've got to prepare it. You've got to cook, like season it. And then, and then hopefully you're some sort of a mind, like you can make something taste good. Right. But the reality is you can probably only make two or three things. So you got to eat the same things over and over and over and you got to cook it, cut it, prepare it, portion it out. And there you go. Now, how many of your clients actually do that? Well, not many, because chances are they're making meals for their family, their kids too. That might be different. It's just the time, you know, you got work and you've got family and you've got kids and you got groceries and you got soccer practice or whatever it is. It's really hard for your average person to do this. And the number one way where they screw up is, is nutrition. Yeah. Right. I put one more thing in there, Scott, just in regards to our meals. So like if you're making meals at home and you're putting them in Tupperware, or you're putting them in, I don't know, some kind of seal, right? With us, you have that 12 to 14 day shelf life. And I tell you, if you like, we have a lot of people that buy and if you choose to freeze those meals, you're going to get six months in the freezer, right? That's what the, the cryopack yes. vacuum seal. And again, I'm not sure why anyone in the food space, you'll see more people um, doing it today, but like that again has a higher cost, right? The machines and stuff. And so, like, again, I would not, like, some people do a tray seal with an air flight, like a nitrogen. I'm not big about injecting gas or anything into our food. That's why we don't do it. For us, like, the terminology, basically, as it comes through the tunnel, the oxygen is sucked into the meal, so there's no pathogens or anything. Mm -hmm. So cryovac means basically looking like it's petrified. Um, but, again, until you open that seal, right, there's no pathogens that can get back in. So I'm probably bad because, like, when I travel, I don't. I don't refrigerate my meal. I throw my suitcase. I go to the hotel or wherever I am. I'm flying, and then I'll put them in. But half the stuff I eat is pretty much sometimes like almost cold, right? But again, just based on that seal, I'm, I'm when we say 12 to 14 days, some of them have up to 21 days, but we're just, again, we're putting 12 days on them. So That's one of my favorite things. And I'm, I want to get to that in a second too, because that's such a big, a big problem solver for a lot of reasons. But yeah, so like when you're sitting down building out somebody's nutrition plan, you got one of two ways to go. One is you're doing all this work. And guess what? If they eat out even just two, three times a week, they're not saving any money by doing it themselves. Have you gone to the grocery store and looked at some of the prices for this stuff? You're not saving any money. So, or the option two is we can get these meals. We can pick out exactly what you like. That'll be aligned exactly to your goal and, and to get you to where you need to be. And we can get them delivered to your doorstep. Yeah. And what, we usually have two options and, and we can do, you can do any amount. You can do 15 meals a week. You can do this, but we usually do, Hey, we'll do six meals a week or 12 meals a week. Cause that'll cover maybe all your lunches or dinners or both. Right. And you can do breakfast too. You can do all of them and you can do it seven days a week. But we found that by doing the six and the 12 and doing six days a week, they can still have that one day where they're eating out for socially or whatever it is. And it works so well. And, you know, we can charge, you know, so what we charge kind of is, you know, 450 a month or 450 for four weeks, I should say, for for if you do the six meals, the lunch or dinner. Right? Day, right? And then on the 12 meals, which will cover your lunch and dinners, it's normally like around 890 or a little bit above for the four weeks. And essentially it's costing half that like our costs. And the reason this is because right now you can go to Icon Meals and you can set up an affiliate account, which I would encourage you to do. You get 10 percent off everything, uh, which is awesome. And the cool thing is, is, is knowing Todd, he's he's allowed my gyms to get wholesale accounts and all the the legends that that work with us, which 30% off. And so you can make these huge margins while Todd and his company handles all of the work on the back end. We just log in, make a few clicks, and it yeah. drops to their doorstep. It's that so, easy. So what we find is, well, Scott, we find a lot of people that are trainers that I've worked with for the past years that we find a higher... I'll call it buy or rebuy rate from people that are actually eating our meals. So as you, right, if you're eating our meals mm -hmm. and you're sitting down with a client, you're onboarding them, like the gyms that we work with that they're actual trainers, we provide discount and they eat the meals. We have a much higher number of meals circulating through those gyms on a weekly basis, right? Like, yeah. so if you do want to just participate in the affiliate program, fine, you get 10% to your end client, but you can also then you'll get a 20% coupon code for yourself. But if you do the wholesale account, you got 30%, right? So I take advantage of that as far as your own meals as well, eating those mm -hmm. again, talk to your CPA. I'm not going to be the CPA, but you guys can write off those meals hundred percent for your business. I certainly write them off. Side. So uh, again, I, I would be taking full advantage of that. And the other thing we have a lot of trainers, so they sell like, I don't know, mom or dad, a meal program based on their training program or whatever package. Right. But we've got more and more people that now have kids like my two kids, different colleges 
I'm paying meal plan, but also I'm sending the meals every week. So we have a lot of parents mm-hmm. sending meals to their kids all over the place, right? Because they know they're eating healthy. They can be on specific, again, so when you think about other potential revenue streams, or like you said, maybe it's just mom or dad training and they have a plan, but if they know that they can buy other meals at that discount or whatever for their family, all of a sudden you see that potential average order value go up. Hey, maybe, I don't know, maybe mom's a vegan and dad's buying whatever he's buying through you. Well, hey, have you tried like custom vegan meal or whatever? And so again, just different ways to increase that average order value. But also looking with you guys, when you have all the snacks or the seasonings, the barbecue sauces, when you're making 50%, Mm -hmm. you guys get 50% discount off on that, right? So if you added, let's just say five bucks profit, to one thing, right? And say the average order value is 170, but then you're adding now 170, you got 180, but you've got five more bucks profit in that that goes in your pocket. So there's a lot of different ways um, that I, I think it adds up to me. Sometimes I'd rather just be the wholesale guy, not selling the food. <laughs> I have more money on that. I'm happy with that. I'm happy yeah. that you're, that's what I say, you're doing all the work and to yeah. do it right is insanely tough because I've tried multiple other companies and a lot of the big, big ones, those are the ones that, it's not really for healthy living. It's, you know, you're, you're whatever they are. And then the ones that I have tried have gone out of business and you guys, I mean, you're, you're big, you're stable. You deliver like clockwork, like clockwork. And the food is the most consistent thing I've ever seen. And it's, it's, here's what I have to, cause everybody thinks of like frozen food and meh. guys, this stuff is like real food. It tastes like it has, and I'm not exaggerating, it tastes like it's just been cooked right there. Even talking about like the rice. I don't know. I don't know what you do with the jasmine saffron rice, but it feels like it is just cooked yeah. right there. And your salmon, yeah. there's no, your salmon is better than a lot of restaurants that I go to. Yeah. A lot of salmon's frozen. And then what they do is they call it slacked out. So it's fresh mm-hmm. when it gets here. Right. So it starts as a frozen block. And then when it comes from wherever it comes, it slacks it over time. And we don't do that. So we have um, through our vendor, it's, it's three times a week. Our fish comes in. But when you wow. say frozen, like there's a, so if you were, let's say within 150 miles in Dallas or even whatever, right. And we have tons of people pick up gyms here. Like all your meals are not ever going to be frozen. Like everything comes in fresh. If you walked in my warehouse right now, it's stored in refrigerated sections at 32 degrees. So the only way that you guys get it frozen to you is with the dry ice, but because it's cryovac, right. You're never going to have any freezer burn. You're never going to have anything like that. So a lot of my meals that I have, I just are straight into the freezer and pull mm-hmm. them out. Like we have a lot of um, Army Air Force bases around here, and a lot of those gyms and stuff that are on there, they they buy two, three hundred meals, and then they'll put X Men in their cooler, and then they have basically stored. Oh, because, that's such a good idea. Yeah, because yeah. your expiration dates don't start until you basically are dethawing the meal. I'll call it right. right. And the only reason we didn't don't use ice packs, people say, "Oh, fresh with ice packs." It's a bunch of horse crap. Like it's not. Thoroughly. So the biggest thing is if you're going to freeze food, even to ship, you want it frozen instantly. Okay. You don't want it an ice pack to slowly work its way through. You want it within like, and so what dry ice does, it's the same as a flash freeze. So as soon as that basically touches in the box, right, it's it's a gas and it instantly freezes solid through. Right. So before a box leaves my dock, let's say it's 20 minutes as it's packed. Like there's no dry ice in the box by the time it basically gets out the door. Mm-hmm. And you just want that. So then it's going to thaw. And we basically built it. It's it's a science as well. It's a pain in the ass, honestly. Because, but again, it's like how much dry ice. So my point of telling you that is better to be frozen. So these ice packs that people say, hey, our stuff's fresh. Half the crap leaks all over the stuff when we buy it from other people. It's not, you got to understand food. When you like other people, like you'll see in a, I don't know, some other places, they'll cook and they'll package in a warm environment wrong right like it has to be cooked in our warm area as soon as it's cooked it goes to a blast freezer and then based on if it's vegetable if it's whatever it is they all have different times it takes but it has to be brought down to a certain temperature within like minutes okay and then from there all my people here the other 80 people are all wearing like snowmobile suits it's 30 degrees 32 degrees and from as soon as it goes into that warm area from a plating perspective from a packaging perspective to a picking perspective it's cold until it goes into UPS trucks. So that's a big thing. If anyone you see cooking and then plating in warm environments, wrong. All the pathogens just get dropped into that mm-hmm. food. You put a lid or you put a seal on it, you got a bacteria a full meal dish. of crap, right? So again, you don't want that. And people are like, oh, fresh. I'm like, how about it? Like, you're going to need a bunch of antibiotics after that. So, um, but again, I think... Uh, 
I don't know. It's a little bit of frustration for me. So well, you've, you've got it solved. And and this is what I, this is, this is one of the best things I love it. Cause you've got clients who are traveling. So they want to put stuff on pause and this, that you don't need to do that with this. That's the brilliant thing about that. It comes on dry ice, right. And, and frozen like that. And it's vacuum sealed. You can throw it right into your, into your fridge yeah. and it has a long shelf life, or you can throw it right into your freezer and it will last so long. And you can even warm it up directly from the freezer into yeah. the microwave too. And I have done that. And they're the best things to travel with because we've got to cap it up in Flagstaff. You know, I'll just throw those things in the Jeep yep. and go up. That's what I do. You know, nobody has to interrupt anything. You can travel on an airplane and bring these things with you. We have a lot of people actually, Scott, that ship them internationally. So mm-hmm. like you can't, we can't ship food internationally. But what happens is like we have people in the Bahamas right now. I get people, I don't know, in South Africa, Italy, like Michael Hearn is in Dubai and stuff, right? He just checks them as luggage. So we tell people, freeze your meals solid. Put them in the same box that we ship them on. If you don't have whatever platinum status, ship them 25 bucks and then they'll come off the turnstile. And customs for 99% of the countries is pretty cool. Like Australia is mm-hmm. the only one we've had a few different issues with. They take, I don't know why they take sometimes the, the meats and stuff, but again, so we have people all over the, like the world that basically are doing that. So, Hey, just quick reminder to everybody. If you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 more this month, every month, by making more money with less clients with transformational programs and create a consistent flow of high quality leads, you can learn more about what it's like to work with me and my team at PT Legends and how ridiculously affordable it is at coachscottcarpenter.com. It is such a no-brainer that it more than pays for itself when we teach you how to enroll two, just two case study clients. Really, that's it. So go to coachscottcarpenter.com and learn more about it. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And it's a, they're just so easy to travel with. So with everything, it's just it, it's just the most convenient way. And at the end of the day, too, guys, for your for your end user clients, for you, okay, like you getting your 10% off, or if you're with PG Legend, you get your 30% wholesale, and then you can write it off. Yeah, check with your CPA. I write it off. Um, it's I can't make these meals for cheaper. And yet I'm saving myself, I'm saving probably five, six, seven hours a week of shopping and cooking and meal prep. And I'm going to fall behind on it. And my results are going to get screwed up. And same thing for your, your end user clients. I mean, if they, they go out for a couple lunch lunches, you know, for work, cause they didn't make anything and, you know, a dinner or so guys, they get this, they have no grocery bill. It's not going to cost them any more for this added convenience and this compliance. It's such a huge compliance tool. Yeah. You take all I, the I margin of error out of it. One of the things for you guys as well, Scott, is a lot of people I say that I work with on the training side say, hey, look, it's a big benefit for us, especially weight loss centers, because we can control what we're putting, what they're putting in their mouth, right? Mm-hmm. If we're able to know, like work with you guys and have exactly what we've dictated or we put in their plan. And then we know that they're eating that, right? Because the biggest thing is when they're, yes. when they're going to prep their food and stuff, or even me when I'm hungry, right? I'm driving home and I pull over somewhere. What am I going to do? Probably buy a bag of trail mix or a bag of something or eat something that shouldn't be eaten, right? And for me, sometimes I'm hungry. I know on the way home, I'm going to eat just one of the meals in the car on the way home. Or I'm going to grab one of that, I don't know, something when I leave, right? And it's just, again, knowing that you can control that element of it is I think one of the bigger things, because when you talk about results, right? I can tell you everything. I can put you on this plan. I can train you, et cetera. But if you're not going to do what most people sometimes don't do, right, then that's, to me at least, a bigger portion. So when you talk about results and you talk about, hey, how do you have that element of a little bit additional control? I mm-hmm. think that's part of the value that I'd be selling it on as well. So Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, how many people really do want to be using my fitness pal and logging every little thing? How many people don't want to eat out at restaurants anymore? You know what I mean? Because, I mean, here's the thing. They could say, hey, I'm, I got salmon and rice from this restaurant. But when salmon and rice shows up from and broccoli shows up for Icon Meals, we know exactly what's in there. When and it comes to that like restaurant, you know, it's going to come with seven to eight hundred hidden calories in there, you know, and that's where the frustration feels like I'm doing everything. And I'm not losing the weight. Well, there's a lot of independent variables that that are probably screwing things up that we don't we can't even account for. We can't even begin to. Yeah. And I'd say also with your your. Folks, if you're not using them and you guys haven't tried them, I try this, the seasonings. Like I use the seasonings on everything, right? Like just from mm-hmm. that standpoint, whether there's, there's zero calorie, I think the highest one's got whatever, 58 grams of sodium in it or milligrams of sodium in it, but most of them are like zero to 10. 
Um, less than so the the sugar in them is less than one gram, and it's beetroot. We use there's, so there's nothing wow. everything organic pretty much in in those. The only one that has uh, anything is the garlic beer. I think has gluten because the garlic there the beer whatever. But like cinnamon, it's like growing up as a kid taking a white piece of bread, putting butter on it, putting cinnamon sugar. That's what that tastes like, right? Or death by chocolate. Anything I have oatmeal, I just my kid, my seven year old puts that death by chocolate in all his oatmeal and stuff, or I have it in like yogurt or I have the coconut cream. So there's a bunch of different ones, but it makes anything taste way better. Mm-hmm. And I think from that standpoint, um, again, from looking at it from a business angle where you guys do have additional margin stuff, but um, I don't know, there's a lot of different ways to to look at it. And the other thing is when people say, Hey, it's too much money or whatever, you guys, you guys can also look, we, we just launched a new product and we wanted to see what happened, but we called it budget box. All these people are talking about inflation and stuff. So you're talking about like a, a total box. I think it's 12 meals for under 120 bucks. I think it's like if you do the subscription, it's like 99 bucks, right? But again, with your guys 30% off that or whatever, it's it's so if someone was like holy hesitation or whatever, and I know it's not just custom meals, it's basically a, a bunch of different ones. You can see what's in there. But from that standpoint, at a hundred bucks or less, like your cost, I think whatever, $70. So there should be no like there's very low barrier mm-hmm. to entry for you guys, right? Because like even that 70 bucks, you can't even buy half of groceries for, for $70 or whatever. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Um, it's just, I look at like when I go to the store and I buy this and I make this and look at this, it's not cheap. It's yeah. not cheap to do, yeah. you know, and what's, what's your time worth too? hundred percent. And then you also, know, what are your results worth for this for maybe a little bit extra, but again, even if you eat out three times, a, three times a week for just Jimmy John's and this and that, like you're not saving any money by doing it yourself. And for you guys as well, being able to schedule your deliveries. So most people mm-hmm. like on the, the meal prep companies, you you get shipped once a week, right? Or you get shipped, whatever it is. And if I missed my Tuesday, then I'm not getting it for a whole nine days or 11 days, whatever. Um, with the calendar, you guys can, if you're doing custom meals, you can actually plan up to, I believe, maybe just two or four weeks. It was up to six months in advance, but you can schedule things out that way. Um, I told you on the customization, you will be to do recurring um, coming up on the custom meals. Nice. Uh, either weekly that. or biweekly. Um, but there's a lot of different options on that. When I say calendar, you guys pick the actual date. So if you wanted, the only day we can't do is Monday and that's based on FedEx UPS. They just, they won't pick up on Saturday or Sunday. They will, but it'll sit in a, in a warehouse somewhere yeah. for two days. Right. So Tuesday is your, like Mondays are a huge shipping day. We ship thousands of boxes. It's Monday based on Tuesday, sort of the, the start of most people's weeks with us. Right. And I, again, so, um, when you get in a cycle, you'll have meals for that whole time, but um, being able to pick, being able, and the other thing is being able to stay on point. So if you guys have customers or like people that you're training, right, and you're on a program, but let's say they're traveling out of town, well, great. They can go on there and you could ship their meals or they could ship the meals wherever they are in the U.S., right? Their meals can go with them. If they're not taking a couple meals and they're going to be away for seven days or five days on a business trip or something or family vacation, their meals can show up in their hotel ahead of time, right? That was our, before COVID, we were like, pretty much business traveler was our yeah. big thing or WWE wrestlers. They were going city to city on a nightly basis. So their meals would just show up in different hotels all over the place. I've done yeah. that. I've ordered them to my cabin before. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I wanted to shift gears real quick. Uh, you know, what was one of your biggest accomplishments as you were growing this business? When, when was like a tipping point? Like when you started to get build momentum and how did you come about that? Yeah, I, I think I don't know. I'm never, never satisfied with anything. I've had like three other businesses, right? So I've never worked for anyone else. I've had three, I don't know, startups, if you want to call them. And I've had mm-hmm. two exits in the past. So the last company I had, I had for 14 years, we owned uh, data centers. We were the early adopter in the cloud competing space. So we were the first guys ever, you guys probably know WordPress. So we were the first ever to host WordPress, Barry and Matt back. I don't know. I had that wow. company for 14 years, sold it in 2014 to Datapipe, who sold the Rackspace. But so when I say like, I don't know. I don't look at we're there, right? I say, hey, we're on the next step. I've been able to grow, I don't know, my past couple of companies, sort of myself to 15, 20 plus million. And then at that point, it's really like, again, it's the people. You need to, to step up. We were talking about like before John Maxwell, law of the lid, right? It's that lid that you hit and it's just opening up to different things. So it's the people that build the, the business. And when I say people, some people in here are going, well, well hey, I'm an independent guy or girl. But it's again, who do you surround yourself with, right? When you talk about people, it's not just that, it's your network and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think for us, we're on, I call it version 2.0. Um, we're not to the point where I want to be at all. Like I see this as we got tons of room for growth, right? Like my short-term goal is that 500,000 meals a week. We, we want to be doing over a million meals a week. But um, I think there's a lot of different variables for, for us. It's, I think USDA was one of the big things for us to knock down. I didn't know anything about any requirements or anything. When we started this business, I can tell you crazy stories, but like Good when we thing. started this business, Good I didn't thing know you didn't know about it. 
USDA and stuff. Like we had, I don't know if you guys remember, I'm probably the older guy, but if you remember Saturday Night Live and there was like that person, Pat, you didn't know if it was a guy or a girl. Mm-hmm. So when we started with the FDA and USDA, like this person came in and found it later. It was a girl, but she's wearing like this camo hat and these Walmart weight sneakers and she had this big, huge Bowie knife on. And she was like, hey, I'm going to crawl around your coolers and stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she was like crawling around with a flashlight and stuff. But again, we learned a lot of things, right? So um, under like, if you don't have USDA, you're not even supposed to be selling out of state. You're not supposed to sell wholesale, grocery store, et cetera, whatever. So there's a lot of people that just, again, fly under the radar. Yeah. Um, so I think that's one of the bigger accomplishments. And then the next bigger accomplishment, I think like is really growing the team, right? The team is where I see a lot of people in different businesses micromanage. And I think that is a downfall for some people. Maybe it's a downfall for me, uh, one of my weaker points. But I tell people from day one, when I um, hire anyone, right, it's not ever that I don't micromanage you. So I'm going to empower you. I'm going to enable you. I'm going to give you the resources to do it. I'm going to trust. And sometimes that bit me in in the arse. But I think another um, thing, I'm looking for almost like entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, but within a company, right? And I want people to succeed. So like I've had a lot of people in my last two companies that were with me for 14, 17 years. Mm-hmm. And the reason that a lot of them aren't with me is because they got well taken care of on the last one. And some of those guys today don't work, but some of them also work, but they're making way more money than I would pay them. So um, I'm happy for them, right? And people that want to leave or whatever, I, I want them to succeed. So there, if within our culture, it's not, hey, what can I do to force you to stay and stuff? I want to see you grow as a person succeed, right? So I think our culture is key. Um, we try to build a good culture and that's challenging sometimes with different language barriers and stuff. But again, I think we've done that well. Um, I don't know. Another thing is maybe learning to uh, hire slowly and fire fast. Um, and that's been key for all my businesses, but this one, especially because um, you don't need any drama and you don't need any sort of open wounds or whatever that just drag things on. Um, but again, just, I don't know, some big partnerships like UFC was interesting to me, right. Working with other people that, I don't know, I grew up with it. We're sort of, I don't know, maybe heroes and stuff or different things, but we're at that same level or even surpass that level now. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the bigger partnerships, knowing that what we do provides value. Um, I think some of the most rewarding things are people like, I can give you a story. A guy came in here last summer and he was soaked in sweat, 115 degrees. He's got a ruck pack on, right? It's big, but he's got his ruck pack on, then he's got a backpack on. And this guy shows us pictures that he used to weigh almost 300 pounds. He walks four miles once a week in the heat to come pick up his icon meals at our headquarters with his ruck pack on and then walks back home with, and he puts them all in packs them in his back, but like just the different um, transformations that we see, right. Not only like from a health standpoint, I've seen like um, work with some cancer patients and different things. So that's all rewarding. Just knowing that the product that you sell, isn't just another hey me- meal that we're making money off, right. It's really truly changing someone's life or it's changed. I don't know they've been able to transform. They've been able to be in a better place than they are. And I think those are all the rewarding things. We also do a ton with charity. So being at a level that we're able to actually give, I think makes what we do worthwhile. Right. So we work with like Minnie's food pantry, boys and girls club. Last night we were at a thing called drink pink. It was uh, it's called women's rock and it's for breast cancer awareness. Right. So we were able to be a $10,000 plus like donor. We did a big um, live auction prize pack for well over 10 grand and stuff. And again, it's just, it's good to be able to give back, but being at that level feels good to be able to help and know that we can make a difference. Um, so again, there's a lot of different things. I think a lot of goals, but again, never saying, Hey, we're, we're here and this is what we've, we've achieved or we are somewhere, right? It's always, Hey, how do we, and it's constantly like a bit reinvention and evolving because if you just stay stagnant, you're going to die, right? Like you need to be, always looking at, okay, how can I make that average order value? How can I provide mm-hmm. more value? And for us, it's not just like marketing, marketing, marketing on sales and promotions. It's like, what value can I provide to our users? Right. And that's honestly why we didn't have subscription until last year, because all these people, like my biggest frustration is getting into a subscription with another company and being stuck, not being able to turn it off, being billed, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. I, I feel if we do our job and we provide value to our end customer, then they should be coming back, right? And if not, then we're not providing enough value or enough service. Something's wrong. So again, it's up to us. So we have what I call a client-centric approach. And my customer service and everyone in this organization works towards client-centric, right? It's not about, hey, it's whatever the client first, and then we'll figure out if it's us internally, whatever, but they're always right, right? And again, I think building that, one thing we started, I don't know, a lot of food prep companies didn't have customer service. So you had to email and stuff, right? So for the first couple of years, we almost had 24 hour customer service on the phone, on ticket queue. So we still have that today. Um, again, and people like it where they get a response on a Saturday or on a Sunday or at nighttime, et cetera. So um, 
we draw on that back a little bit, but again, just that that element of sort of the interaction and stuff and looking at, hey, what other things can we do to grow and evolve? Yeah, it's and it's not just about the dollars and cents. You look you lead with value. Yep. Because at the end of the day, money is just evidence of of you giving value. Yep. And the more value you give, the the more the money is going to come. Yep. I mean, th that's just what it is. So it's not just about the dollars and cents of making the money. Lead with the value and the and that will sort itself out. Yep. Um, so that's amazing. And then, and you know, I'm on board with that. That's exactly what we do. Exactly what we teach, not just raising your prices. You need to, because most gym owners are barely making it. Mm -hmm. You need to do that for sure, but you do it by leading with value where they're happy to pay you that every single month because they get so much value in return from it. And I, I completely agree with you too about the people in the culture and almost like cultivating entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. being able to, and this is hard for a lot of small business owners. It was hard for me, but give up control and really trust people and empower them to make decisions. Even when they're the wrong decisions, I would congratulate people that I'm training up to be my mayor of this location. Even if they made a decision I wouldn't make, I say, thank you for making a decision, not just sitting and doing nothing. Like, here's what you could probably do better. And they'll tell me, they're like, yeah, I probably should have done it that way. You're right, but awesome job making a decision and taking action because that's a hard thing to get people to do we we do a lot of like uh, i call it team building exercise when i say that it's more like so we'll do challenges we'll do like different things so we put on like i don't know we've done weight loss challenges we've done fitness cool things like we've done um i don't know the mud runs and stuff as a team right enrolling and training for that we've done a bunch of things we had yoga twice a week hot yoga for everyone involved mm -hmm feed them again we do a lot of books we do a lot of masterminds so me personally i participate in, in i see different masterminds so then i'll bring on some of those people for calls or for i don't know for hour or whatever on like a zoom for my organization um we did blood panel work for everyone so i work with merrick health and a few others but merrick basically we did brought 18 of our executives i did all their blood panels i had all their blood panels done i had them find out and again a lot of people come to me all the time and say, Hey, what I need to eat? Well, or what diet? I'm like, have you got your blood work done? Right. I'm a mm -hmm. big believer in, in that. That's probably another conversation for you guys as well, but that could be another avenue for you guys as yeah. well that uh, we work with a lot of people on that side of it. But um, so again, getting that foundation laid. Right. And then uh, again, I want them to be healthier when they leave. I want them to be more successful. I want them to have, I don't know, clearer mind. I don't want people coming here and being stressed and hating work. Right. I want people to like and enjoy their job. And if not, we have to have that conversation because I don't want you not enjoying what you're doing. Right. And again, if I don't know, if you don't want to work on you, then that's where I have a bigger problem than you, that you don't want to work like mm -hmm. for us. Right. Because it, it shouldn't be that I like want to rip my head off and put it on your body. I want you to be able to want to achieve more. And if not, and I, if I can't help you sort of either through resources that I provide to you or other things, then that's probably where we maybe have to separate ways just because, Again, I want you to be in a better place when you leave here than when you came in. So it's growth and your passion about helping people grow in different areas of their lives. And I mean, that's that's why I'm a business coach now. Right. Yep. It's just I've been through hell and I've had to level up and change. I got lucky along the way to learn certain things or be exposed to them. And now we get to help people come across those lines. And it's. Yeah, it's just helping other people become successful. Yep. It's it's amazing how successful you be, you can become if you just focus on that. Yep. And it's awesome to see you doing that with your employees too. And th this is the foundation of pretty much everything we built for the end user that now goes to my employees, that now goes to other business owners. It's the same kind of philosophy. Always growing, always learning, always improving to become the best version of yourself according yeah, to whoever that is, right? Because people want different things. Not everybody is, uh, you know, like us weirdo entrepreneurs, you know, probably 2% of the, one to 2% of the people. But so you kind of get them to see, Hey, what, what do you, you know, what is freedom? What does growth look like for you and helping them in, in that way? Yes. Yeah, so we try like when we bring in people and we, what we built, we built what we call like our eight tenants or whatever. So like for us, it's like, we call it the icon order, right? And it's the relent, relentless pursuit of greatness. And it has different pieces in there, but everybody's sort of enrolled in that. And really then like we go and maybe it's silly, whatever some people think, but like we make each person at the start of the year, like pick a word, right. And then like a serving different things. And then that's sort of like for the whole time it's hammered in, not hammered into them, but like, again, different tasks. So like we have ours is be grateful, serve others, take initiative, own it, be consistent, be enthusiastic, set goals, never stop learning, build positive relationships. And there's all these different pieces underneath. Right. But basically I'll call those are growth pillars. 
And I try to implement that in any business, but like those are what icon is. So like if you walk out, you have flag, right? And different things and stuff. But we want everyone to be enrolled in that culture because if you don't have those pieces, somewhere that in, in any team, and we have different teams in this building, right? For, that do different things. They're not going to be focused on what we want them to focus on. That's the end customer, right? How do we provide the most value for that end customer? Mm -hmm. So if there's something missing here, then like, again, I told you, we need to go in and explore, dig a little bit deeper and find out, okay, where is that broken link? Um, and then be able to hopefully help them because if not, and that's a hard decision, right? Sometimes I've had to like say, okay, hey, it's better that we leave. But then I've had people leave. I've had some people go and go into the military, come back four years later and say, hey, thank you. That was like the best thing because I would have never grown if you hadn't like said, hey, we got to part ways sort of deal. And again, I think some people just like it's accepting excuses. And for me, it's always like I have a phrase that is like I live in, try to live an excuseless life, right? I don't know if that's a word or not. But again, everyone's buying or selling and everything, but you're buying and selling your own excuses. And then I see a lot of people in business and especially in some things like, hey, we're not going to, I don't know, roll out this new program or we're not going to roll out this new training or we're not going to maybe, uh, I don't know, put this off right because it's not perfect. And I mm -hmm. say, look, perfect's like a facade, right? I have another saying, I say better is perfect. Work about being better in every single area, like in just that 1% in little areas and just roll it out, like go for it and let's work out the details later on, right? Because again, there's so many people that get caught up in their own mind that in any element of business, that they're not pushing it. So when I say these tenants and stuff, we try to build like the teams. And I know if someone's thinking, okay, I only have one person, whatever. But from that team, it's like looking at building that team as your own individual little business, right? And within Icon, it's like, okay, how can you grow? How can you have a career path or whatever you want to succeed inside? And I said, like, I think some of the, the best businesses have great examples of that. One of the greatest examples of that, if you ever get a chance to go up and, and see Andy and Sal at like First Form and how they run their operation, mm -hmm. it's just on another level of, building culture and building an environment that just like is amazing for employees, but also then for the customer and the value and service. It's so cool. You generally, when you, when you meet some of those employees of those other ones, you can tell there's oh, certain companies crazy. are doing something yeah. completely next level yeah. with that. And yeah. it blows you away. Yeah, it really does. I mean, everybody from the guys running it, but down to just, you know, accountability coach or whatever it is, whatever little role. And you're like, Holy cow. Yeah. They've just, they they built that culture. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. But I think it's key of taking those nuggets because mm -hmm. in life, right? All you're looking for a coach or you're looking like, have you business coach and stuff? It's really the time collapse. Okay. And yep. what, how can I take pieces or snippets from other people that are more successful or, or in different places where I want to be? And how can I time collapse that? Right. And people are always looking for that shortcut, which again, to me, bugs me because they don't want to put in the work. But again, if I can take those little pieces and time collapse any element, I'd rather pay to time collapse, right? To learn. And, and help me get where I want to be or help me understand. Because again, that's a key thing. I think people sometimes don't even want to understand. They just want to get there. I want to understand mm -hmm. how, because if I can't understand how, I can't help other people. I can't go up that mountain and come back down and bring them back up, right? So um, again, a lot of people just want that that quick lift up to the top. And I think that- No matter, yeah, and but it's it's about the work. Like take that shortcut, but no, you, you got to put in the work or else yep. it's, I mean, there's just no magic bullets. You yeah. can't just pull a switch and get rich. You got to put in the work, right? Yep. You'll be disappointed otherwise. Yep. Um, but it, time collapse it. God, you can move the 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 most successful people. And it's funny when I read, you know, I got a huge bookshelf over there. But as you start reading all these different business books, and boom, 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 you realize, oh, that referenced that person. Oh, that's that person, yeah. and that person. Yeah. They're all connected because they've all learned from each other or from the same source. Yeah. I've it, never met anybody who's really yeah. successful that did it on their own. They're all. They're all buying time and shortcuts from each other. Well, it's interesting when you get into higher masterminds and like some of these masterminds I, I've been in the last couple of years, it's the same people. Yeah. Like a lot of them are the Absolutely. same people. Absolutely. Right? So in the fitness business space, it's a lot of high net worth, not just high net worth, but smart individuals in the same circle, right? Learning exactly as you said from one another. So mm -hmm. yeah, you've it, and and paying for proximity yep. has a huge ROI. I yep. mean, it, it just does. I'm gonna continue yep. to do it until the day I die because at the end of the day, you know, there's a reason we go to school and we learn math or learn whatever it is. You don't invent math by yourself. You don't invent your own version of algebra. Like it's already there. Learn it and then learn how you can apply it to your skill set. It's the same thing with business. Go right. to somebody that's already created it and then and then apply it to your specific situation. Yeah, I think that's it's different. also like for you guys as trainers, right? It's like, again, your outward image probably... A lot of people that's their first impression of hey am i going to work with him or her right and stuff mm -hmm. as well 
I think that's the same people at Icon. They're like, well, how did you blah, 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 lose weight or this or that? And they see me and they're like, well, what are you taking? What are I ate Icon. I ate Icon stable three times a day, probably for six years now, seven years, right? And it's funny because my kids at home, they're like, what's for dinner? And my wife will say Icon. They're like, Icon, I've ate Icon Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like blah, blah, blah. Like, But again, that's just been a staple. And for me, it's I hate going in the grocery store now, right? Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. The same thing. You got to be an example of the product that, or service that you're providing. And I think like the, the key thing with masterminds and, and putting into you, like if I was working with someone and they weren't getting better and better and better year over year or month over month, right? I, I don't know why I'm with them. Why am I paying them money? Why am I trying to grow with someone like that? So again, I want to see any people that I work with like growing as well. And that's why like we try to enroll different people. I'll call it in our own mastermind here. Like for us, we used to do a thing called Block Party, Icon Block Party. And we bring in 40 or 50 of our affiliates until COVID. And we do a two-day workshop, right? So I had like Bedros, I had uh, Ryan Steumann, Hardcore Closer. I had Nick Santoni. Uh, um, a bunch of different people come in. And that's like the first couple where we did a one-day full, basically 12-hour mastermind, right? And they, I've had tons of different people like build di- different businesses from that mastermind. Mm-hmm. And then we did like group things where, I don't know, we did workouts, we had all this other stuff. But um, that's what we used to put on. And we'll hopefully get back to that. But I think that's key, right? Build it with the people that you have in that environment to both get better and then celebrate each other's success. So absolutely. And the time is right for it. I've been doing uh in-person stuff quite often. I mean, people are ready for it. People are yep. asking for it. So um it's back. You yep. know, it's it's back. I just got back from Orlando for one for four days. So yeah, I love it. Well Todd, uh, I don't want to keep you forever. I know you're a busy guy. Um but I, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Um if you give us some parting words like w- if you go back in time to your younger self, I don't care whether you were 20 or 30, what would be one piece of advice that you would like to go back in time and plant that seed for yourself? Um, Like I said, probably from the business side, learn to that, that hire slowly and fire quickly, right? That was a big thing. I want people to succeed, right? So I want people to succeed often more than they want to succeed. But I, I think the key thing is just like, you have to build a routine around how you want your business and your life to succeed. Like for me, early on, it was all about, hey, the material things and this and that, right? And it, it's not like it's, for me, I'm the guy that wakes up at 3.30 in the morning, I'm pretty routine in my, what I, my beliefs and different things and how I run my life. But it's like, that is what has allowed me to scale. And if I don't have that routine piece to better me, because people say, oh, hey, you're getting up at this time and you're doing this and that and you're being selfish. I'm like selfish. Like I have to have that time to be better version of me to provide more value to my, my family, right. To my employees, because if not, that's not, I'm not going to be performing at my best. Right. And so again, for me, that's like my, I don't know, my uh, prayer time, my scripture time, my reading time, my gym time in the morning, right. My, mm-hmm. my journal, et cetera, whatever. And then I'm able to be at my best. And again, if I'm not pouring into me, like people always like, it's not, hey, being selfish. So you need to understand really and understand that, hey, I'll call it sometimes as well, people have imposter syndrome, right? They need to work on themselves to get over that. I say, find someone, I think early on, you need, if you don't believe in yourself, you need to find someone else who believes in you more than you believe in yourself to help you get out of that, right? And um, those would be some key things, but just keep working on you, right? You got to be evolving, like, reinventing and uh, being able to pivot and don't get stuck in like a mindset of, Oh crap, like change, right? Like people often fear change in different things. I think the key thing is you need to be agile in business and you need to be able to pivot on a dime and not have a thought process. And the other, I'll say the final thing, trust your gut. Okay. Anytime I don't trust my gut, I, it ends up biting me in the rear end down the road. Right. So I know myself well enough and people always say, Hey, how do you like we get a whole nother conversation on risk because that's a big thing for me right i'm totally different on how i look at risk because to me risk i'm betting on myself okay and if i'm in the driver's seat and i'm in control i'm always going to bet on me and risk is they're like oh man potentially not payroll this like look i've been in business here eight years there's never any question for me because i know and i trust myself to be able to circumvent whatever waters, right? It is. And that's how you just, I, I think you need to take those risks. And some people get caught on those risks, which hold them back from growth. It's funny. We could write down all our life, philo- like take five minutes, write down all our life philosophies. And I guarantee they will match about 96%, like almost verbatim, which is great. Yeah. Um, and it's just that that constant growth and seeking and trying to get better and uh, seeing the world in a different point of view and not having that, scarcity mindset you've actively fought that 
yep. and adopted a growth mindset. And so that's just, that's, that's an, an abundance mindset. So that's awesome to see, um, really resonate with you. And Todd, I, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, for everybody listening, guys, if you haven't tried icon, just go on there right now and grab an affiliate account. Um, and, and try those meals and write it off. If you're a business owner, check with your CPA, but write it off and, uh, and, and try them because they're amazing and the food is really good. And it is such a value add for your current clients because they're struggling with food. I know it, you know it, they know it. So uh, yeah, do yourself a favor, try that out. Go to iconmeals.com. Todd, thank you so much. Awesome. Appreciate it, Scott. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 a month or more this month by making more money with less clients and create a consistent flow of high-quality leads, you can learn about what it's like to work with me and how ridiculously affordable it is at CoachScottCarpenter.com. And if you got any value out of this episode, please pay it forward and leave a review for this show. It helps other gym owners find the answers to the huge problems that we all share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.